It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? Um, going to do some NFL podcasts. Haven't done one in a while. So we're going to do one while this uh, well, NBA is still not over yet. Um, you know, we got the NBA finals uh, tied at 1-1 uh, with, you know, depending on when you're listening to this game three is tonight. Um, but we're going to do it. Uh, NFL one tonight. Uh, we're we're switching it up. Uh, I wanted to do, you know, because the off season kind of gets a little boring. Uh, you know, OTAs are going on right now. A lot of hype on, you know, who, you know the people that they got drafted, uh, new faces and in, in new places. So um, I'm just doing a top five. Uh, my my podcast is going to be for today is a top five QBs that need a big year. Now, these are QBs that we want to believe in and we tend to believe in, um, but they haven't been showing up as of late uh, in the past you know, few years. Um, in some cases, just the past year, um, depending on the transactions. But it's, it's uh, with these five QBs, I think it's uh, really a make or break year uh, for these QBs. Uh, um, I do feel that, um, if if they do have a horrible year, then the the people in the front office might be looking for that next QB or uh, you know in the draft or or trading whatever the case may be. But uh, we're gonna go on with the we're gonna go on with the top five. I want to keep on rambling here, but um, top five. So number five, I have you know Dakota Rain Prescott or Rain Dakota Prescott uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know me, I'm a hometown, I, I'm I'm a die, diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. And look, I, I just think that Dak needs to take this uh, team to the next level. His playoff record is a one in three um, in his short, you know, short career. Um, he, he's had, he's had had some great offensive uh, teammates. Um, but this year, it's going to be very telling because they get rid of Amari Cooper to get rid of Collins, to get rid of Williams, um, get rid of Cedric Wilson. Um, they got a real, uh, uh, got rid of a lot of people and banging, uh, banking on the, the the young guys to step in there and fulfill those needs. Now the 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 loss of Amari Cooper, I think, is going to be big. Um, Amari Cooper was our go-to wide receiver. He can create separation just because of his route running. Um, so we're going to be putting on a lot on CD lamb. Now this, this wide receiver core is going to be looking different, uh, with C, uh, CD lamb, uh, Michael Gallup is going to be coming off an injury. So he's probably going to miss the first five or six games and James Washington. Um, and then we got our, our we got our, uh, our rookie Jalen Tober, which has been surprising people in, uh, on, in the OTAs and, and that's really been standing out. So, um, but it's just it's just the next level for Dak. We can't have what we had last year on losing, you know, the first game of the playoffs, especially to the Niners, and especially this is a blunder uh, on you know play calling. Um, I think most of it. I think this year also uh, will be in tall order of for Kellen Moore. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him uh, because Mike McCarthy. You know, he's I, he's an offensive mind of coach, and I think that he's not going to let his career and his, you know, winning percentage and, and everything, his job security in the hands of Kellen Moore. I think if if, if he sees that Kellen is not really 
um, you know, getting it done. I think he's going to take over the play play calling this year at some point. Uh, but I, I don't, I, I hopefully that doesn't happen. I think Kellen Moore um, just really started off hot and then faded away last year in the play calling. So, um, but it's, it's, it's a maker, it's a make or break year for Dak Prescott. It, you know, us Cowboys fans uh, really like Dak Prescott. There's a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans that don't like Dak Prescott, but um, you, you got paid a lot of money and they, they want him to, uh, he, he is the guy and he needs to take us to the next level. Hey, I want to mind an NFC championship game, something, not just, just, just a one and done. And I think we need to, uh, that's, that's why he's on, on my, uh, number five on my list, because it's, it's, uh, because I put him at number five because I feel like he lost a lot of weapons. So we're not really knowing what's going to happen during the season. If those weapons and those, those people that, you know, are coming in, are going to, are going to fulfill those shoes, fill those shoes. So we'll see. Uh, but number four, I got Patrick Mahomes and it's, and a lot of people, man, all oh, surprised Patrick Mahomes on here is just, you know, a couple of years out of just making a Super Bowl. And yes, I get it. But my thing is with the, there's no Tyreek Hill anymore. So if you really look at Patrick Mahomes is uh, games, it's more of all his big plays are really off script. Um, and it's, it's that that's because of Tyreek Hill creating separation he knows he can if he holds on to the ball a little bit longer scrambles out of the pocket gives Tyree Kill some time to go either 60 yards or 70 yards or just scramble it gives him it gives him a good enough time uh to throw it to Tyree Kill but now you know you really you're really uh banking on Juju Smith who you guys who you guys signed um and Marquise Valdez Gantling now it's it's they're they're not Tyreek Hill, so I want to see how this offense kind of really gels. This offense, I think, needs to be more of a timing offense, and you have to be where you know it's like a three step drop and and get it out of your hands because I don't think that you know Patrick Mahomes is not is not going to have that much time, um, and if he is if he is, he's not going to have that again that wide receiver that creates separation as Tyreek Hill. Um, you know they've. They've gone in the draft and they got uh, Sky Moore from Western Michigan um, to just help that wide receiver crew. I think, it, you know, uh, they still have Travis Kelsey, which is a big, uh, a big thing. But I think what's going to happen now is, you know, I don't really have faith in Juju Smith. You know, I, I think that they're going to put double coverage to Travis Kelsey and everybody else is just going to be single single coverage and um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be very very different i i i do believe it's gonna be a very different kansas city chiefs team um just because of the loss of tyree kill just he just opens up so much for that offense um and how they used him i don't see you know how they can rebound with you know what hardman um that i don't i don't believe hardman can do it you can step in those shoes. Yes, he's fast, but not a Tyreek Hill fast. Um, number three on my list, I got Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers, I'm putting him um, because a, a couple of things. All right. So you're losing Devontae Adams and, you know, okay, you gain, gain Sammy Watkins. But the Sammy Watkins is not a Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is the best route runner, one of the best. I'll say probably the best route runner 
in the National Football League. And you're losing that person and that cohesionness uh, with Aaron Rodgers. And now he has to build that with another wide receiver. And they really didn't. Green Bay really didn't address that in the offseason and or in the draft and, you know, got Christian Watkins from North Dakota. And that was probably what third, I think it was like third or fourth round and in the late rounds. And that's, you know, that a lot of people thought that Green Bay was going to go wide receiver first round and they, they disappointed Aaron Rodgers and, and rightfully so that you're playing Aaron Rodgers, all this money, but look, the reason why I have Aaron Rodgers on this list is because there's so much pressure on him to win the NFC championship game. He has gone so many years of going to the NFC championship game and losing. Yes, he won one, which the year that he won the Super Bowl, but that's about it. He's he has a knack of getting to the having the best record, getting to the NFC championship game, sometimes even having home, home field advantage and losing. You know, they lost to the Niners, uh, which, you know, Dallas lost to them too, but they lost to the Niners who the Niners eventually went up to, went to the NFC championship game and, and lost to the Rams. Um, but we're, you know, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be this, you know, that bad man, like Stephen A. Smith says, and, you know, a lot of people have him as like top three quarterback in the league, but he's not showing it. it you know, he's not giving you the results that you want in championship rings. And you see, you know, it's going to be more difficult this year with all his, with Devontae Adams gone. Now your defense is still intact. You know, they're probably going to be more of a defensive uh, minded, uh, you know, unit. Um, but it, it, it's, 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 it's going to be a tough sledding for Aaron Rodgers and green Bay. Um Number two on this list, I got Derek Carr. Now, the re- he's on this list is because the weapons that he, ha- he has now. There is no excuse, Derek Carr, why you cannot make a playoff game and go far in the playoffs, okay? You've only made the playoffs one time, and that was last year, which he lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, he made it another time, but basically he wasn't the quarterback. He was injured. Um, so I'm not counting that. Yes, yes, he led his team to the playoffs, but he was injured. Uh, they made the playoffs anyways, and they lost that too. Um, but this 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 offensive unit for the Las Vegas Raiders, it's Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. These that's that's a really good offensive unit. They did good last year without Devontae Adams. And now they have Devontae Adams. They probably have, with Hunter Renfro, his route running ability, and Devontae Adams, it's going to be scary for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm, uh, they're going to, I, I say that they, I don't see them putting up, you know, less than 30 points a game uh, with this unit. It's all about the defense, and the defense is, is it's good in its own right. They have those good pass rushers um, as Max Crosby and the, the other ones uh, there. I can't think of off the top of my head, but there's the reason why I have Derek Carr on this uh, on number two on this list because there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You need to make the playoffs with this team, and you need to go far, okay? And a lot of people, like, to me, Derek, Derek Carr, yes, he has his uh, times of flashing moments, 
Um, but there's just times that he just throws up the ball and just hopes for a prayer, gets a pass interference call. Sometimes he doesn't get that pass interference call. Um, he's just very inconsistent on his plays. Yes, he's he, he's a streaker, like he's a streaky type quarterback, and he can once he's on fire, he's on fire. But when when he hits that end of that streak, oh boy, it's it's pretty ugly. Um, so yeah, that's why uh, Derek Carr is in number two. Um, and yeah, please look before I get to number one, please uh, let me know what you guys think about my list. I will be uh, posting on Instagram. Please comment on my, on my list and let me know. Um, also on, on Twitter and all the major uh, platforms, but number one on this list, um, is Tua Tagovailoa. Um, Tua, look, you have basically the Dolphins gave you the exact same team that you had in Alabama. And with bringing in Tyree Kill, now you have Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson that you brought in, uh, Mike Gusecki, uh, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, uh, Taron Ar- Ar- Armstead, uh, and Connor Williams. Man. I mean, when you talk about a team being very, very active in the offseason, the Miami Dolphins were very, very active. And, you you know, Coach Coach Flo goes and you bring on you know, this new coach, uh, McDaniels. Uh, and now it's it's there's no excuse. And now, like, there's a lot of Tua haters, and I'm not one of them. I, I, I do believe Tua can get it done. I do believe he's a very accurate quarterback. Um you know, on the long ball, he can get it. You know, he can throw the long ball. It's, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not all these other quarterbacks, but he can do it. And what's good about this unit is this unit that Tua has, it's a speed unit. This, this, these guys are fast. And when I mean fast, this is a fast team. And it's going to be exciting on what kind of, uh, what kind of, Offense are gonna they're gonna be running now. It looks like they're gonna be more of a run heavy and then open up the you know open up the pass because they went out and got a fullback. Um, they got Connor Williams. They got Armstead. They have the beef up the line and and they have you know what I've heard is Connor Williams playing center, which he he's more of a left guard if you want to say, but he was with the Dallas Cowboys taking snaps at center just to, you know, just in case of emergency. Um, but if that's true, you know, hey, more power to him. Um, you know, uh, Connor Williams is somebody that you can pull. Uh, so I just feel like they're going to have, it's going to be a really good running game. It's mostly run to set up the pass like they did, uh, like McDaniels did in uh, uh, in 49ers with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and helping him with his, uh, you know, helping him with his issues. Um, because that Niner team was just mostly run to set up the pass and and they'll hit you with, you know, a deep pass here and there, or and most of it's more me, more uh, mediocre, this, you know, five yards slant or whatever the case may be after the run. Um, but man, there's, there's a lot of pressure. Now, if there's, if there wasn't pressure before there's pressure now on Tua because there's no more excuses. It's not, it's not the head coach. You, you, you got a new head coach. You got a new offensive coordinator. You got new weapons. Now there's no more excuses to a, you're, 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 
how I say you're done with those injuries from the past. Um, you've had two seasons basically to get better, get more confident in your and your legs and your arms and all the injuries that you have have had in the past. Um, and it's time to get it done um, because I know a lot of Dolphin fans are very, very, uh, you know, to a haters and they wanted Deshaun Watson. Um, so they need, you need to step it up. And that's why, you know, I put him in my top five QBs that need a big year uh, list. Uh, I do feel like two is the main one that needs to, that needs a big year because there's no excuses, man. There's is zero. And they basically, the defense is basically uh, the same from last year. So, I mean, this Miami Dolphin team, they, I would say, that they have a tough schedule, really, really tough schedule starting off, you know, the first, I want to say four or five games, very, very tough. And then at, towards the middle, it's, it's okay. But then they end the season with like five or six games um, that are, whew, it's, it's going to come down to, it's going to come down to the wire and we're going to see uh, what this Miami Dolphins team looks like. I, I do have them as a 10 win season um be just because of their schedule to get their schedule is a little bit uh uh you know easier i think i would have gave them like uh, 11 or 12 wins but we'll see it all, it all has to play out but this is what i love about football um i love about this time where we can analyze stuff and you know make our predictions and so on and so forth um but yeah this is uh this is my top 5 uh qbs this is my top five list of QBs that need a big year for next year of this coming year. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, Dak Prescott, my boy, um, takes us to the NFC championship game, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, 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 a. this is what I, this is what I came up with. Um, uh, let me know in the comment section on, on our social media, what you guys think about this list. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do another NBA podcast. I know you guys are, are, are uh want to talk about that also uh golden state and boston celtics it's 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 an interesting series man uh you know boston came out won that first game with mostly defense um and then golden state came back with the offense and and killing them with uh with the threes so um we'll we'll see uh we'll see what game three game three is always uh uh everybody says whoever wins game three wins the series i don't believe i don't believe in that um, but we'll see uh, how uh, what adjustments are made in game three uh, tonight in Boston. Um, but again, this is Jose from Big Meat Sports. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.